There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode of the Cole Popcher podcast was brought to you by $1 Genre. That's right, everybody. I'm back here to plug my other project, $1 Genre, which is a YouTube channel uh, slash Patreon, where if you donate $1 a month, you get to tell me what the genre one dollar genre of my next short film will be i've been making one short film a month this year each uh based on a genre decided by the patrons and it's been super fun we just released a a pov slasher called you're the killer so you can check that out there'll be a link in the show notes of this episode and if you want to get involved go over to patreon.com slash one dollar genre and donate or uh just check the videos out check the films out on the youtube channel one dollar genre making a, a kaiju film this month i don't know how i'm gonna do that but anyway on with the episode <laughs> Do you want to try and replicate the conversation? Well, AJ, I just want to go back to something that you that you were yeah. saying just before we started recording. You said you said to me that you wanted to put something on the record, but mm. we weren't recording at the time. Yeah, weird. Didn't even occur to me. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I don't think I can get COVID. So I, <laughs> I, I'm I'm happily setting myself up for a fall now because I don't have to do anything for the next couple of weeks. Mm. If this was two days ago, I wouldn't dare touch this. Right. Uh, what you know, the fates of mm. Murphy's Law. Um, but right now, I don't have to do. I don't have to leave the house for until I have to shoot my next short film. Um, and so my flatmate, uh, which is going to be a a kaiju film correct you, you you've literally heard it here first um <laughs> i my flatmate uh has announced that they have covid uh despite still testing negative and they've even tweeted about it and and me and my other flatmate were talking about how we felt this is actually quite a sacred thing to be mm. like i finally have covid and you can't just say you do it's it's a it's a rite of passage. You've had COVID. I haven't had COVID, but let me tell you what I have had, Richard. I have had close <laughs> encounters with dozens of people who have, have, have either <laughs> had COVID when I've encountered them or let me know the next day that they had COVID and pro- have COVID now and probably did. What, when we what were do you consider out. a close encounter? Okay, so speaking of my short films, if you go back and watch Six Winters Since She Died, there is a scene where I press my face against one of the actors, uh, Brendan, for a comedic beat. That night, he was like, hey, I have COVID. (laughs) There is photo evidence of me touching faces with someone with COVID, and I did not get COVID. My other flatmate has had COVID. Two of my flatmates have had COVID. Three, if you include the one who's claiming they have COVID now. And I, I just, I don't think I can get it. Are you worried though that it's because you're so unappealing that the germs don't even want to go near you? I'm worried about because you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be worried about that. that. You shouldn't be worried about. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome along, everybody, to film franchise fortnights. Um, this is our fun little show where we tempt fate with our futures. Mm. I wonder how many times like this you could go back and listen where like we've boldly said this will never happen, <laughs> you know, mm. and then it's happened. But this isn't a show where we where we do that. This is actually a show where we discuss film franchises and you're tuning into the tail end of our alien slash predator slash alien verse predator because they do feel like three separated and distinct franchises. They 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 have they each have their own Wikipedia page. Like Alien vs Predator oh. franchise has its own Wikipedia wow. page. Wow. But yeah, this is this is the tail end of, of our saga where we've, we've watched Aliens, the Alien movies. We went all the way to Alien Covenant. Then we watched Prometheus, Prome- no, Predator, went all the way to Prey. And here we are f- looking at the, the two Alien vs. Predator movies that exist, which I, I believe are now decanonized from the Alien 
mm. franchise due to Prometheus stating that the xenomorphs weren't actually invented yet. Um, <laughs> but it is not decanonized from Predator, which did feature allusions to Alien vs Predator in the film The Predator, the Predator 2018. Yeah. Correct. So, welcome. I'm AJ. That's Richard. Oh, yeah. This is Richard. The old, the COVID one's Richard. The Coke one is AJ. I just took a swig of Coke. That was my last sip, though. It's Did you swirl it around in your mouth before swallowing it? No, I don't do that. <laughs> that was malicious rumor set up by a friend turned enemy. <laughs> um, I was bullied in high school for that. <laughs> so the the two films we're talking about are alien versus predator which came in 2004 directed by paul ws anderson the bad one the and, bad one thank you uh alien versus predator requiem which came in 2007 directed by the brothers strauss something i didn't know until the credits rolled i i guess the name of the directors of requiem had just passed me by until i was staring blankly at my tv as the credits rolled the yeah that film yeah so the it, it's funny you know this is like a big undertaking we've sort of done covering these films and what a what a like wet fart to end on <laughs> totally right because because <laughs> alien the alien series every one of those films i had a pretty good time with even the mm. bad, bad quote-unquote bad ones mm. I, I had i had a fun time with predator has a lot lower lows but at least it ends on probably the best film in the franchise mm. with prey these movies <laughs> these movies seem to like not be as smart as the mm, the absolutely. series the the franchises they're aping but also not as dumb in a fun way mm. um may, yeah. uh, maybe maybe the first avp but i'm getting ahead of myself it, it is funny like if if you're looking to undertake this i would probably suggest watching them in release order like what what we, what we mm. normally would do mm. we normally do films in release order but we've covered th- four films which ca- five films which came out after these two and have now gone back and done these just because it was, and boy it was does too it messy. feel like it watching yeah. a paul ws anderson movie after prey yeah of course it feels like i've gone back 15 years <laughs> so yeah we um but yeah like otherwise you get to finish on alien covenant which i quite liked and yeah. prey but no instead we finish on alien versus predator <laughs> aliens versus predator requiem I think maybe what I would have suggested looking back is doing Alien vs Predator in between the two franchises. Maybe that's a better way. Oh, so do Alien, Alien vs Predator, then Predator. Yeah, maybe. Although, do we need the knowledge we have of Predator for to truly assess the? Crossover? I don't think we need anything. I don't think you need a brain. I don't think you need any knowledge <laughs> at all. So, first off, what is Alien vs. Predator about, AJ? Is it Alien vs. Predator or AVP colon Alien vs. Predator? It, it, it says it's stylized as AVP colon Alien vs. Right. Predator. Letterbox lists it as that. Well, Letterbox has a lot of style. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, this is set in 2004. Maybe one of the only ones. I think the only set one since- in 2004 since um predator 1987 that's actually contemporary because mm. like even predator 2 set seven years in the future yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so this is set in 2004 uh it's a it's about an expedition uh led by lance henriksen playing bishop no he's playing the whalen charles of- bishop whalen charles bishop whalen so this i guess that peter whalen who is guy pierce in the prometheus and, and covenant like is that a character was does the first name peter invented for like for prometheus because this feels like it's the first attempt at like this is the mysterious no, but the, there's, so there's evidence that the name peter existed before prometheus came out um peter griffin from family guy that <laughs> no, 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 much no 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 what i mean like the thing is that you just have to remember that like these are completely decanonized by the alien film mm. so yeah. Yeah, it makes sense for Prometheus to include the CEO of Whalen Industries and why 
in any world would Ridley Scott feel obliged to give him the same name from AVP. <laughs> well, that being said, he did um, honor the ABCD naming system of the previous androids, which which is him acknowledging that Alien Resurrection exists, which is above the same uh, pedigree as AVP. Well, well, we'll get to what Ridley Scott thinks of the film once you've finished. Oh, we your- will. Awesome. Once you finished your synopsis. Okay, so yeah, he's he. So this Waylon, played by Lance Henriksen, who of course played Bishop in Alien, he has organized exhibition to a pyramid under Antarctica that they've found, um, and they go to this pyramid, and it turns out that it was built by predators, the alien predator, <laughs> for the for the alien predators. <laughs> <laughs> um the yeah so the the predators have built this this um pyramid and the idea was that they used it as a a hunting ground as kind of like a rite of passage i think for young yeah. predators uh where they'd get xenomorphs chuck them down there and, and to you had to de- defeat the xenomorph to to earn your stripes um and the humans who uh millions of years ago or thousands probably just thousands of years ago actually um worshipped predators as gods they were used as incubators for the aliens in the in the way that we know the the most of the film is set in the pyramid where um the aliens are awakened and the predators return for whatever reason uh and you know the the type that's the slogan for this film the tagline is one i'll always remember i don't know if i necessarily think it's good but it is memorable which is whoever wins we lose and I always thought there was such an interesting uh, tagline for a versus movie, which clearly picks a side, <laughs> <laughs> which which clearly designates a protagonist in the predator who joins forces with the last remaining human, who's a um sort of the the ice the icy plains guide. Um, <laughs> she's the only one that survives, um, and they join forces to defeat the alien queen that that's nested below the ice. Um, and it ends with the predators leaving Antarc- leaving this woman just alone in Antarctica. Um, <laughs> and this one of the predators, the main predator, has died in battle. And the other predators place him on a little like ceremonial bed and leave the room. And then, boom, a hybrid alien predator bursts from his chest. A pred- is that, do you make that's, that up? Or is no, that- that's the proper nomenclature. Yeah. Cool. The... So it's interesting that you point out clearly picks aside because the film was actually criticized for clearly picking, uh, clearly favoring the xenomorphs over the predators because Paul W.S. Anderson was a bigger fan of the alien films. And, but in in Requiem, um, the opposite uh, was, was, was criticized because the brothers Strauss openly preferred the predator franchise. Well, I disagree with both statements. I think both films place the predators firmly in the mm. the good guy camp. What the the, the different? It always feels like the predator. I, I, I guess it's it's more about power level and stuff. Yeah, if if they say like it, it prefers alien, I think what that means is like they're the bigger threat. Yeah, yeah. Um, than the predator, but the the good guys, quote unquote, are the predators, and or eventually they are. Um, and I think it comes down to an interesting distinction between the two franchise characters is is like the aliens are more animalistic they're more like wild mm. animals whereas the predators are hunters they're they're mm. intelligent I'd, I'd 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 hazard to say like the the predators are more intellectual while the the, the aliens are more ravenous yeah so, so the predators are more like us and the aliens are more like your average kind of rugby player jock <laughs> Who gets all the girls? Right. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure I follow what you're doing, but I support it nonetheless. Well, I think the 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 predators are like the the incels, and that the, the uh, right. aliens are the chads. Ah, oh, okay. So it's the 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 virgin and the virgin predator. The virgin predator versus, versus, versus the, the chad, chad alien. alien. Yeah. Nice. I get you. Mm. Um. So the. The concept of uh, Alien vs. Predator started in comics. Uh, so they started as comics in 1989. Uh, mm. They've been running to up until the present. The Dark Horse Comics published them until 2020. Now Marvel Comics. Um, so, in terms of that coming to the idea of film, it was 
<laughs> yeah, so this was why hearing that this was going to happen, we've, we've talked about this already a little bit, but hearing that this was going to happen was why Alan Ripley asked, or Sigourney Weaver asked to be killed off in Alien 3 because she didn't want right. no part of it. Um, right. But yeah, just James Cameron and Ridley Scott sort of were asked about it and talked about it. Uh, James Cameron believed the film would kill the validity of the franchise and mm, ceased working on his story. Yeah. Yep. And he said, to me, that was Frankenstein meets Werewolf. It was Universal just taking their assets and starting to play them off against each other, milking it. Although after watching Alien vs. Predator, Cameron remarked that it was actually pretty good. I think of the five <laughs> Alien films, I'd rate it third. I actually liked it. I actually liked it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> James Cameron seems like a film bro who can still make... Yeah. Like, well, not even a film bro, like like the the hybrid of like a meathead and a film. Oh bro. yeah, like the Chad Cameron versus the Virgin Scott. Yeah, <laughs> so Ridley Scott was asked in I don't have the date of it, but like in the sort of mid two thousands, I think was asked how he felt about Alien versus Predator, and he was like, oh, I'll uh, I'll choose to preserve my pretty good relationship with twentieth century Fox." And didn't say. <laughs> um, it's, it but then in, in 2012, when asked if he watched them, he laughed and said, no, I couldn't do that. I couldn't quite take that step. <laughs> I understand. Because um, what, like, what are we, what are we talking Rotten Tomatoes wise? What would you one? guess? Uh, probably like the first one's maybe like 30% and the second one's maybe like 13% is what I'm guessing. Uh, you're, you're quite close. First one's 22%. The second one is 12%. Right, so we're talking about like the worst rated films in, in both franchises, yeah. <laughs> which is um not the like the the closest we've done to this before would be Freddy vs Jason, mm. um with Nightmare I, I, I think in front of was the it team. Alien Resurrection? One of them had seventeen percent, didn't it? Maybe. Oh, was it? Oh no, the Predator is seventeen percent. I am. Um. Yeah. So it is. It is interesting to like because Freddy vs Jason from memory was quite maybe i'm just uh, maybe i'm just stupid a big stupid fuckhead (laughs) um the the uh fred vs jason from memory was quite quite well respected at least within the context it's playing a different game though like you like you're just having to please you know cheesy schlocky horror heads whereas Mm. you know chads whereas this one you're trying to um trying to please the virgin incels who like predator it's <laughs> 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 just such well, like I the mean, most meat-heady film of all time <laughs> i think i think alien is is re- like regarded as you know a pretty intelligent movie yeah. and so it's a lot harder to swallow i guess when it's like yeah the the goofy characters from nightmare on elm street and friday the 13th are fighting and now it's like oh yeah this this villain from this like seminal horror and this uh the villain from like this slightly goofier yeah. action arnold schwarzenegger movie are fighting it does feel like it's um it's it's muddying the waters by association but what i wanted to sort of explore here is do you know how much do you know about these these comics these alien vs predator comics very little because i get the impression that they are quite there are at least a few that are quite well regarded i i I think i think that's probably a a fair statement yes and i wonder i mean if it's a comic series it's still going you would Hmm. hope so the the movies certainly aren't still going Uh, and so that that just leads me to wonder like how on earth are the movies that bad? And is it a case of like they just refused to adapt like the best comics? Yeah, the, the, uh, there's nothing in these films adapts the settings or the stories of the comic series. Hmm. Because that, yeah, I feel like that would be the obvious move, and yet they've they've resisted, uh, and what you get is like a an abandoned plotline, basically. Mm. One of them's called Alien vs. Predator Booty. Yes, I did know that. Oh, that's a pirate one. Are you going to booty... reference something we recorded for the... <laughs> for the... Oh, we just did the Mastering Commander episode for our Patreon, which um, uh, we had a, a riveting debate over whether or not it's a pirate movie. Mm. Um, By the way, Richard, 
Do you ever just think about, and this has just occurred to me now, do you mm. ever think about how much better a guest Carlisle was than every other guest we've ever had on the show? <laughs> like, seriously, everyone else looks like some bumbling dipshit ever since we had Carlisle on. No one for, has for anything Bra- approaching... For you're referring to. Yes, yeah, and, and your um, other podcast, uh, Podcast for Everyone. No one has anything approaching wit on his level. And this has just occurred to me. I know you were saying something, but like... Even you and me. Carlisle makes you and me look like stupid dipshits who know nothing about film. Nothing at all. What are we doing, man? We're fucking frauds. Why are we still doing this? I've hated every episode we've made since Carlisle came on. There you go, Carlisle. Carlisle did me a favour recently, um, and that was that was his terms of payment that was to interrupt you and say that. Um, but I will spin this into a plug, is that the reason I had to do that was because Carlisle provided the musical score for my latest short film so called You're the Killer. Um, which you should all watch. I'll, there's a link to it in the description in the show notes. The thing, the funny thing as well is, I'm I'm in the group chat where he asked you to do that, and I didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I oh yeah, I just scrolled past. I was like, yeah, okay, he sent me through the audio. This is <laughs> this doesn't concern me, and I didn't pay attention. So there you go. Check out uh, "You're the Killer" on the One Dollar Genre YouTube channel. Um, Carlisle did a fucking great here's what happened everybody <laughs> this will probably be recorded in other in other places like another podcast or something but I messaged Carlisle I sent him a voice message it was like hey here's a tune that's in my head and I just went and then he made a score out of my dumb little voice note because Carlisle is incredible oh, he's the best guest we've ever had he makes all the other guests look like dipshits and I'm a fucking fraud. Yeah, Alien vs Predator. Um, yeah, so I, I want to bring up. So my my one sort of memory of this film, and this is the mm. only thing I've ever really like known about this film. I think you know when you used to buy a DVD back in the days of physical media, gross. You it would have unskippable unskippable trailers at the start. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> They were always unskippable, but they would play these little trailers. I, I think it was in that context, but I remember seeing the tra- the trailer for Alien vs. Predator, and I was watching with my dad, and there was this, like... It, the film starts off with, like, oh, they've found this pyramid underneath, like, the Antarctic mm. Circle, like, frozen underneath. And my dad being like, oh. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, we've discovered the Aliens vs. Predator down there. And he was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he was interested you know he thought it was like a true story or at least like you know some kind of intriguing you know science fiction or almost indiana jones kind of adventuring mm. tale and then when he found out it was like alien vis predator just oh <laughs> yeah i i i think i might have seen this in some form before because the main thing i remember was that little flashback scene where the predators are ruling um and like this this aztec pyramid and what's so funny is in the movie that is like that's the kind of scene that like a character finds a a magical glowing orb and they touch it and they get a vision of like like it happens in um sliver is what i'm thinking of she like grabs the slug when it's trying to get in her mouth and she sees it's like past like it comes from another planet <laughs> okay, sure. but the, but this all of this exposition is told to you by a guy reading hieroglyphs <laughs> so silly um i was surprised in this first movie how quickly there was only one survivor left mm. um because they they they'd set up a whole bunch of you know expendable disposable characters they go down they they piss people off and true to to alien vs predator i said the same thing about alien 3 the order in which the characters are killed off barring the clear main character is shocking to me because mm. you've got like um so, so there's, there's three examples I'll, I'll list here. One is, so Lance Henriksen plays Waylon, and he's obviously very sick. He's coughing, which if you're coughing in a movie, you are going to die. Mm. And she, the main character, tries to convince him not to come down to the, the pyramid, and she says, like, my dad and I, uh, we once climbed this mountain, and we had 
I had my first drink. I had my first champagne with my dad on the top of this mountain at 20,000 feet. And then when we came down the mountain, he died 20 minutes from, from base. And um, Wayland's like, what do you think your dad remembers? The pain or the... The champagne. The, 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 the champers with his daughter, which I thought was so funny to be like, she's trying to convince him not to go. And she's like, we had this like life-changing cathartic experience that would make anything else worth the pain. You know, like she doesn't say yeah. my dad died climbing a mountain. She, she gives him ammo for one <laughs> to, to, to come down. Um, but this is all to say, like, it builds quite a, quite a, um, I guess, a, a reverence to the character of Wayland, who is killed off at a pretty, the, the predator kills him um, because it doesn't want to kill him because he has cancer. And so he tries to shoot it and it kills him. And this is probably the halfway mark of the movie. So again, like, a pretty important character disposed of like he's nothing. There was um, another case where these um, characters are left in the, what they call the the sacrificial chamber, which is where the humans, the ancient humans would lie and, and the eggs would come up and the facehuggers would jump out. And one of these characters, so there's there's maybe five characters down there. Three of the five, uh, you haven't even seen these people's faces. They're just bodies to fill They're out. They're faceless. So, they're, yeah. um, so you, obviously they're going to die but then the other two characters is this like sniveling bespectacled white dude and then one of them is this like kind of alternative uh yeah so the the virgin of the chat yeah but and and you know she she looks she almost looks um androgynous she's like you know got quite a specific look and when the when they trick the other party like trigger something that make the eggs start rising to the sacrificial chamber i went Right, so the bespectacled guy, he's going to fucking die, and this really unique-looking female character will survive the film. She is the first character to die in the movie. <laughs> she, she gets face-hugged immediately. Oh, no, sorry, the Predators kill a bunch of other no-names before this. But but it was so weird that, mm. I don't know, I'm just used to seeing like unique characters survive against generic-looking characters. But mm. this is a Paul W.S. Anderson film, so he probably yeah. felt the opposite. He probably saw himself... And the yeah, other guy, yeah, yeah. Um, and the other one was uh, these the the pyramids start splitting up, and they get all they you know they're all in different caverns, and these two characters are left alone together, and one of them's like freaking out, and the other one's he's he's, he's like he's like, you can't give up. Do you have kids? And he's like, yeah, I got a son. He's like, then we don't have the luxury of giving up. <laughs> and he and it's like cool. So we've got these two characters with drive and motivation. Um, we care about them now because we learn they both mm. have something to live for. They're not immediately killed, but they're immediately <laughs> like split up. The the guy, the Scottish guy, is basically killed. You see him one scene later where he's slathered up on the wall by the alien for the facehuggers. But it's so weird. Like you can kill these characters off, but give me like a film in between you know explaining mm. that they have children to get home to and their tragic deaths but it's like immediate that they're dealt with mm. um well I just, I you know, know that's the wc anderson style baby <laughs> you know paul thomas anderson will make you a three-hour epic mm. about you know like the lives of different characters across la mm. paul wc anderson gives you a tight hundred minute alien vs predator film where mm you find out things about people right before they die. Right before they die. It's classic W.S. Anderson. <laughs> it's classic Anderson. W.S. that is. Um, what do you think <laughs> the W.S. stands for? Wow. Sucks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> wow. What does it say? Uh, Paul William Scott Anderson. Williams, like, um, wait, Sean William Scott. Yeah, is yeah. Of, of the Sean William Scott clan? <laughs> of, of the Stifler clan? Is Paul W.S. Anderson a Stifler? <laughs> um, the, the, I will say this for Paul W.S. Anderson. There were um, two moments that got me for very different reasons. Um, one was when there's only two characters left, so there's the, the woman who survives the film and this other dude. The Predator. And I, no, the Predator's not there yet. Um. And they're running away from an alien or a predator. I can't remember which. And um, the girl like slips through this like closing, like this this the roof is closing in on them. And the other guy starts crawling through. And genuinely, and I'm ashamed to say how like lost I got into this film. <laughs> I was like, he's not gonna make it. Like <laughs> like I I sincerely shouted that as he was crawling through. I was like, he's gonna get crushed. 
<laughs> and then he made it out. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, at the other moment, uh, they got me for a very different reason is when it's just the girl and the predator left, they're like running around and God, it disarms the, the how scary a predator is supposed to look with these, this big hulking silhouette next to this girl and they like jump on this um this like escalator thing that goes up the diagonal ice cavern and then you're both just holding on like fucking characters in a video game it just it looked so funny <laughs> i couldn't get over it. and then of course we'd be remiss not to mention the fact that they they kill an alien a xenomorph and then use its head as a shield and a so, spear yeah. its tail as a spear and you get to this point and and you're like ridley scott i mean he's not turning in his grave because he's not dead but like this is despair. It's turning in his beard, at least. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't going to bring that up because, unlike last week, I actually read the cult elder uh, things in advance, and uh, someone mentioned that, and I was going to let them have well, their let's little save moment. It for them there. <laughs> yeah. But um, do you think this film would have been improved by the, a little cameo from Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, I don't think it would have been improved. It maybe would have been like a little bit cooler because <laughs> he did offer to do one uh no kidding yeah he he offered to do a short cameo appearance if he lost the recall election um on the uh, on the condition that filming would take place at his house and then he, and however he won the election ah <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> so governor funny of california do you reckon he won governor of california because he's arnold schwarzenegger or to just, or just of- do you reckon he won it just to get out of uh, <laughs> being in this? <laughs> like, I don't know much about his policies. I can't imagine I agree with them. But well, like, he's a, re- re- he's a re- Republican. Yeah, of course. But like, boy, would it be tempting to vote for Arnold Schwarzenegger to be your governor? Oh, absolutely. Two thousand four. <laughs> I'm, I'm the 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 local elections in Auckland are currently going on and i didn't mm. get my pack in the mail i didn't know how to vote i but i looked it up today because one of the mayoral candidates the good one who's like one of the two front runners mm. uh liked a tweet of mine today and so i was like huh i'm gonna find out how to vote to vote for you that's how easy it is to get my vote wow mm. you heard it here first everyone. you heard it here want first to run for mayor you can probably get Richard's vote if you like anything he does. <laughs> uh, so just a fun fact about this film, the grid alien xenomorph is the only on-screen character to kill more than one predator in any of the six theatrically released films featuring them. Right, so this is an alien who gets attacked with one of the classic predator weapons, which is a, a net which hmm. sinks into the skin of your face and it starts happening to the alien but because they got acid blood it, also i'm th- thinking about acid blood that's mm. got to be the like you know how like more people have died from vending machines than sharks <laughs> sure i reckon that it's like in the world of alien it's like more people die from the acid blood of a xenomorph than any other imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with bowl and branches organic cotton sheets in a recent customer survey 96 percent replied that bowl and branch sheets get softer with every wash start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee plus get 15 percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Like why mm. it could kill you, I reckon. Yeah, it's its most dangerous asset, surely. Like that yeah. stuff. Uh, well, I mean, the, the face, the face hugging off. is mm. is probably the most deadly. Because there's like a the, yeah, I, sure. I, there was a piece of trivia somewhere I didn't write it down, but it was like if you don't include them dying when the face hugger happens and it's like well i do include that so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. speaking of imdb trivia i do have a dumb piece of imdb trivia for this film it says while the movie and its sequel have been officially omitted from the official timeline of alien films which subsequently also omits the predator films from the timeline it could still potentially fit in with the official timeline for a variety of reasons <laughs> most important <laughs> being that the origins of either the predator or xenomorph xenomorph species has never been explained within the context of avp or requiem right so they're just ignoring the fact that prometheus takes place 200 years after yeah and explains the 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty stupid. So, Alien, mm-hmm. speaking of pretty stupid, Aliens versus Predator Requiem and Note, I pluralized the word aliens there, came out mm-hmm. in 2007. This is directed by the brothers Strauss, if you're wondering who they are. They're Greg and Colin Strauss. They, uh, after being inspired by Terminator 2, they moved to LA to try break into the film business. Yes. After an unsuccessful attempt to find employment at, at, uh, at ILM, Industrial Light and Magic, they worked on the X-Files film and founded their own special effects company. It produced uh, special effects for films like Volcano, The Doubt, Tomorrow, Poseidon, 300, and they began a, dire- a career directing commercials and music videos. And uh, Colin believes that Hydraulics, which is the the company has secured a strong relationship with 20th century Fox, which owns the alien and predator franchises. And then they pitched an idea for alien versus predator wow. and it was unsuccessful. <laughs> and then, uh, eventually they were hired to direct the second one. This sounds like they don't have a single good film in their repertoire. Yeah. It was originally titled alien versus predator survival of the fittest, but yeah, they, <laughs> it was not, yeah. that's crazy. Holy shit. They've only made one other film. It's called skyline came out in 2010. Yes. I've seen skyline years ago. Donald Faison's in it. <laughs> it was yeah. followed by two sequels, Beyond Skyline and Skylines, which came out in 2020, which uh, will add to the franchise list. Mm. So this film is a dramatic departure from mm. the setting of uh, Alien vs. Predator. Uh, this is set in like a little American town um, and the, the Predalien turns up and the predators turn up to kill it, and there's aliens there as well. It's a movie which which has like a bunch of different characters that all look pretty similar. Mm. Uh, it's it's uh, a it's a fucking Freddy or Jason film. It's like yeah, it's yeah. like it's like a teen slasher. Like the so characters th- are like teen slasher characters. Yeah. There's like this one character who's like into this girl, and her boyfriend just keeps on like trying to kill him. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like, but it's like just typical bullying. But it's yeah. like, no, he fucking almost murders this kid over and over again. Yeah, um, I also thought, like, at least in the first, like, maybe act of the film, it looked like I'm. I'm not surprised to learn these guys cut their teeth on music videos. It looked like mm. I was watching like Even Stevens <laughs> on Disney <laughs> Like, like the way, like the the color saturation and the like size of the lens like he like pulls up in a in a, in a car when he's delivering pizza and it looks almost fish-eyed like a mm. early malcolm in the middle kind of situation <laughs> and, and I've, i haven't seen a movie that looks like this in so long um Since the second the second so since um so after the first act or so this movie gets so dark and listener i do not mean thematically or narratively i mean visually this is one of the darkest movies i've ever seen couldn't see i couldn't see this movie (laughs) like i've had a i've experienced a problem since um maybe like early 2020 maybe late 2019 where i'll go to the cinema i'll watch a movie and because there are no subtitles in the cinema I can't hear what the characters are saying. It sounds like they're saying this. Like that's what I didn't like about Tenet is the the audio mix. I, my ears couldn't understand you, You're it. like on record though as having very dirty ears. That's true. Because there's I that one time ve- you cleaned your ears and then you just spoke at a normal volume. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have dirty eyes, though, and this is the visual equivalent of that. This right, is a movie which has been made <laughs> I so... I don't have dirty eyes. You're wearing glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so are you. No dirtier than you, Richard. Yeah, I didn't claim to have clean eyes. I'm not your enemy here, Richard. The movie's your enemy, okay? <laughs> All I was going to say is this movie is so needlessly darkened in post that, like, when the main villain is, like, like they, they're a black, like, like Whoa. they're an alien. <laughs> Why'd you just so, take Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out how to... Like, xenomorphs are, like, pitch black, right? Mm. And then we go, okay, we'll set the movie in pitch darkness. Like, there is there are moments in this film where I was like, I bet this looks really cool. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I bet this looks cool, but I can't see it. And I watched this in a in a like a dark room, 
Mm. And I couldn't see anything happening in it. There are fight scenes between the Predalien and the Predator. There's there's something which I understood to be like a bunch of pregnant women in a hospital get face hugged. And there's like a bunch of babies burst out of one of the pregnant ladies' stomachs. But like, this is all just me putting like two assuming what happened yeah because i could see bits and pieces i can't believe how hard this movie is to see there's actually yeah i mean yeah it's the that's offensively dark (laughs) (laughs) so the the in one of the movies behind the scenes feature its director of photography daniel pearl stated that he wanted to visually differentiate the film from its predecessor which he criticized for its use of fixed cameras wide shots and excessively bright lighting <laughs> because in his opinion this revealed he way succeeded. too much of the creatures reasoning that mm. monster horror works better in dark environments with documentary style photography pearl employed handheld cameras and dimly illuminated sets to get the desired effect ironically <laughs> the film would later be criticized for mostly mostly for its overuse of shaky cam and excessively murky lighting with people complaining that they couldn't see much of the action you can't see much of the action it's so funny wow that's to hear someone like (laughs) yeah to to, like describe their downfall yeah yeah (laughs) it's like it's like chris nolan's you know um oh we got the the gist of it yeah yeah it is so like that's so funny because what you've got here what you've got here richard are two films uh star star crossed what's the what's Lovers. the opening of of romeo and juliet oh what fuck like two some households both alike in dignity that that you've got two films both alike in dignity we're both <laughs> we're both we've both they've both stooped to a level that neither franchise deserved at this yeah. point and what you've got as two, you know, interesting case study. You've got two different approaches, two dramatically different approaches. One is an overlit, too stable um, action uh, fantasy film that's like more akin to something maybe like The Mummy or Indiana Jones mm. set in a pyramid. And one is set in a little suburban town um, and it is too dark to see anything and too shaky, um, which you would obviously... You, kind of would switch the opposite for that you would think the pyramid would be too dark and the the town would be too bright Um, and what you've got is evidence that on film neither alien or predator should fight because this is one example and here's the opposite and they both suck (laughs) yeah it is funny uh just randomly placed useless statistic as well this is Mm -hmm. our second crossover film or i think it's actually the first one but there's a second crossover between two franchises to contain the f slur no kidding yeah it's in uh, alien vs predator i don't remember it in alien vs predator i remember it in uh freddy vs jason it's in freddy vs jason maybe it's in maybe it's in predators actually oh so no they say they say it in um in predator i think or predator 2 yeah they say it in predator yeah and 2. one of them yeah i forgot to mention it last week that right yeah, yeah. that's it's, it's a, yeah. there's a second crossover between two franchises where one of the films uses the f slur very fun fun, fun stuff the f is for fun fact mm, mm, mm. um yeah that's that's how warped my perception of time is is that i remember hearing that word in a film recently and it was actually it was so much longer ago than when I watched AVP like a couple of nights ago. <laughs> um, that's what happens when you. When, I just I remember tired lately. You you tired? Yeah, I was up all night editing this short film that I released that yeah. Carlisle made me disparage every other guest we've ever had on the show. You didn't have to do that. Well, the alien didn't have to verse the predator, and yet here we are. <laughs> here we bloody are. Yeah, I mean, do you have anything else you really want to say about? the the fact that it's so dark is like the biggest thing it's like i haven't seen it 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 is like i haven't seen it yeah (laughs) i've heard it it actually feels like i haven't seen the film um the the tagline for this film what is it so the first one's whoever wins we lose which i actually i think i'm coming around i think i've got to say the tagline for this film i know the one you're talking about the one that i've got in front of um like that's on the poster on wikipedia is this christmas there will be no peace on earth no, that's not the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, you're thinking of like the last place we want to be is in the middle. It's like the last place on earth we want to be is in the middle. Yeah. I reckon that sucks. That's got too many nouns in it. 
(laughs) (laughs) And you lose track of the sentence halfway through. The last place on earth we want to be is in the middle. (laughs) In the middle of the earth? (laughs) That's what the first one was about. Yeah. I'm trying to find the taglines on IMDb. Yeah, the last place we want to be on earth is in the middle. Last place on earth we want to be is in the middle. (laughs) Ah, I was going to say, if it was on Earth after B, it'd be like, what is the syntax? <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, in space, no one can hear you scream. On Earth, it won't matter. That's better than um, on Earth, everyone can hear you yeah. scream, which is one of the, the proposed taglines for Alien 3. It, it began on I their think, world. It will end on ours. We do see the Predator world yeah, in this first film, time, yeah. For the first time. And only time, because, yeah. yeah, it's not an And it one. looks pretty pretty. It boring. looks pretty fun. Like, I'd like to go there, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I think this film struggled again to make the predator the villain. Mm. Um or like at least like if they want to be like the predators come to like take care to like clean up. Um and because of that anytime it kills a human character it feels like they just kind of had to yeah get that done. And he walks around with a big bottle of Drano and just dissolves the evidence of all his crimes. But then he also flays and strings up mm. Very a guy and a cop and, uh, it's so weird why did he do that why did the predator do that <laughs> uh some other taglines for the first film just there's obviously the whoever wins we lose it's our planet it's mm. their war which is very similar to the transformers one which is their war our world the enemy of my enemy dot 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 is my friend <laughs> That's the opposite of whoever wins we lose. <laughs> yeah. It should be the enemy of my enemy is still my enemy. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the more accurate to the film. Well, we've talked about taglines, but I'd, I'd love to talk about titles. I would love you to do your little thing. <laughs> I, so I think Alien vs. Predator is cool. Um, you don't need to call it AVP, Alien vs. Predator. I don't think, like, AVP doesn't mean anything <laughs> like okay it's just three letters you know like why um i reckon deceptively aliens vs predator requiem might be one of the worst titles of any film we've ever covered wow because not only is it aliens vs predator a fact i learned four (laughs) weeks ago uh, i always thought it was alien vs predator requiem like so already you've you've recalibrated the what the title what the like it's a sequel because it says requiem at the end you've stated it's a sequel to alien vs predator but but it's it's you've changed the title so it's not like it should be called alien vs predator requiem or aliens vs predators it it was it's also referred to as aliens vs predator Mm, i think just do do plural of both because otherwise what it what it feels like here's what it feels like is someone in the titling department of this movie watched a cut and went well it's not alien vs predator is it technically and they're <laughs> like what do you mean like what's a- there's more than there's aliens like ah oh, should be aliens vs predator it's like how when you're talking about the the dunkachino thing from Jack <laughs> <Hill>. <laughs> it should be al, al pacino whatever it is. <laughs> um well, yeah, the, the the Jack and Jill. Everyone complains about this bit from Jack and Jill, where at the end he has <laughs> Al Pacino. I actually haven't seen the movie, but Al Pacino no, got, he's does this ad for for Dunkin' Donuts, and he goes in, and they're like, "Hey, Al," and then he's like, "Actually, I've changed my name to Dunk," and they're like, "Dunkachino," and he goes, "That's my name." Dunkachino. Or maybe he says his name is Dunker. Anyway, but the, the the implication is that in the universe of Jack and Jill, Al Pacino's first name is Alpa. <laughs> right. And like I agree in theory, but in terms of catchiness, Dunkachino works. And it's same here, where it's like It should be Dunk Pacino. <laughs> but yeah, well there you go. But like in this case, it is like someone went, Well, it's more than one alien and there's only one predator. But like Alien vs Predator, the first one was more than one alien. Yeah. And more than I, one I would have loved if this was called Aliens versus Predator 2. <laughs> because then you're using the second film from both franchises right I so see. it's like it's it's you're taking it's a- james cameron's aliens mm. versus danny glover and predator 2 <laughs> very nice so yeah like as if you were to say what's the better sequel aliens yeah. versus predator right. 2 yeah and right. then you could do 
um, well, the Alien Cubed versus the Predator, and Alien Resurrection versus the Predator, and then you do Alien and Prometheus versus Prey, Alien versus Predator versus Aliens versus Predator Requiem. <laughs> yeah, I don't, it just feels like it's a title that's been completely hamstrung by technicalities and gr- trying to make grammatical sense. And also Requiem, what are you talking about? What's the Requiem? Yeah. Yeah, no, the, is it a requiem for a dream? Certainly not. It's a requiem for bloody not being able to fucking see a goddamn thing, Brothers Strauss. I can't tell what's happening in this film. What an abject failure of filmmaking. It's yeah. I, like, as I said before, I literally The whole point feel, of making a film is so people see it. So people see it. Audio visual. I actually feel like I can't say I've seen this film because mm, I couldn't I'm see it. I'm going to unlog happening. it on Letterboxd. Yeah, I was, I've heard it. I've heard this film. <laughs> Yeah, the audio, not so much the visual. Anyway, <laughs> time for a little uh, section we call Meeting of the Elders. This is where for uh, patrons of a certain level, they can head along to patreon.com, or head along to the Discord, sorry. Mm. There's a secret channel that nobody knows about except those people. So if you're not one of those people, ignore where I said you can find it. And... But yeah, you you will read out your thoughts and have a little little discussion. Mm. I think I I I one thing that I I would suggest to cult elders is like bring up more discussion topics. You know, ask questions. And, sure and thing. These. Yeah. And because um, I I do feel bad when we just go, yep, okay, sure we <laughs> so, sure do agree. Yeah. So, Cheeseburster has said AVP1 starts off okay and interesting, but the temple is a super boring setting, and once the lead teams up with the Predator and gets an alien head mm. on her arm, mm. I can't guess past how stupid that is. It is and so it is. Stupid. Like, they're running back out of the pyramid. She's got you yeah, this alien head on, and... Not it's on her head, I've, she's holding it on her arm. Yeah, holding it on her arm, yeah. I've said before, like, I think my pitch for Terminator, was my continue the franchise, was like, stop trying to make them good. Mm. and this is what happens when you stop <laughs> you, you're not eating your words are you you're like yeah, no no yeah, yeah. stop try and make them good again <laughs> yeah like uh, AVP Requiem is like why is this a slasher film you know mm, mm. Uh, why is this just like a um, yeah like a teen drama mm. AVP Requiem is at least set in a more interesting setting the small town with characters that are a little more interesting than generic scientist number two etc so, well yeah I, I'll, I'll give you that but i i think yeah. it, i don't think it's a more interesting setting i think a a underground oh, yeah, pyramid the, the in antarctica in it, yeah. is more interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. than just a town yeah the main baddie is new and different and i liked how he followed the predator stalking it do we I couldn't see that. They, the battles between the Predator and the aliens, the worst part is the lighting. It's way too dark most of the time. Yeah, I agree. If it Brent's We Can Kill It has said, who would win in a fight to the death? Alien, Predator, Jason X, or Freddy? And before we actually have this discussion, a few, a few people replied. Dan from LV426 said, does the Predator ever sleep? Does the alien ever sleep? Because I feel like Freddy is a bit handicapped in this battle. Cheeseburster said, pretty sure alien being sleep and not sure if he could scare them in their dreams uh, and then I'll you take, chimed I'll, I'll take this i disagree i think freddy maybe can't defeat them but he can't be killed so he'll outlast mm. them so i think freddy wins if it's just an endurance race if yeah, theoretically well, the Dan aliens said, yeah no matter die. what here jason is done so oh, jason's Which gone from the start jason's- i disagree with i think because the, the fact that brent has specified jason x oh, i did like- not see that okay yeah, is like so. This is like Uber Jason we're talking about, and like Jason. Well, that's basically just the predator, more so than the others. Like, cannot be killed. Yeah, yeah. It's essentially the predator, but with no sort of conscience or or thinking. You know, mm. and and Jason, Jason least follows the. I mean, not so much as much as Freddy really, but like least follows like the laws of physics or like reason. Mm. Like, I mean, so Freddy's did- able to actually break them because he operates within the dream world. But, like, you know, the Predator could be doing really well and then Jason will just be behind him mm. and stab him. Mm. I feel like, yeah, no, that's a good point. But I I think because the reason um, that Freddy versus Jason is an even matchup is because the circumstances of that film allow for Jason to be in a more powerful position. If it was just Jason from the 
third, second or third film. Oh yeah, Friday the Thirteenth versus Freddy. Then Jason's gone immediately. Like he's the only theoretically mortal human in the battle. Um, no, not after number six. Sure, I guess any and Jason X was specified, but I still think the alien is going to is going to wipe out. I think I think the last left alive will be Alien and Freddy. I like I don't think that even a face hugger would kill Jason. Right, cuz he's wearing the pop- I think he would mask. get his face hugged and then he would like carve out eye holes into the face hugger and mm, that would be his mask for the rest of the film. That's actually hilarious. <laughs> I want to see that. Could that be my continue the franchise? That's <laughs> well, mine. I guess neither of us have one, do we? I I I was sitting here for like 10 minutes waiting for you to finish your sub dog and i <laughs> and i could not and i just could not think of one we just came but up with for, one then okay well that's continue the franchise and cult elders done although Wait, I, I do have some other continue the franchise. franchise i do have some other continue the franchise okay. stuff to go on so there are in the comics there's a few other crossovers and stuff they've done witchblade slash alien slash darkness slash predator was released in 2000 aliens versus predator versus the terminator was also released in 2000 superman and batman versus aliens and predator predator was released in 2007 and predator versus judge dread versus aliens splice and dice was released from 2016 to 2017 Hmm. now as for the films it has its own little future segment So, the Strauss bros were adamant that they wanted to develop a third film during their production of the second film. They wanted to make an AVP film set in space and set in the future. But, um, yeah, 20th Century Fox said no. And in 2008, uh, an anonymous source over at 20th Century Fox got in touch with us over the weekend to relay the news. Another AVP sequel is a certainty at this point. And, um, yeah, they then it, it didn't happen <laughs> so they they wanted to make an avp3 that would have led directly into alien somehow they blah 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 anyway the most recent sort of thing is that um shane black tweeted that he he believes the third avp film could still happen indicating the studio has interest in both franchises um a comicbookrumors.com article from July suggested Fox may attempt an AVP cinematic universe after Ridley Scott finishes the Alien prequels after which Fox considered a soft reboot to the Alien series yeah so I'm th- I've got I've got a silly idea and then a serious idea that I've mm. already oh, the, the, the co-writer for Predators also revealed the script for the um, cancelled sequel would feature the colonial marines from Aliens also I didn't realise that you know I talked about last week that the the idea from the end of the predator would be that newt and ripley would show up they were going to have breathing apparatuses on them which looked like the face huggers and there's actually you can see photos of the unused prop online yeah interesting uh my silly one mm-hmm. prey vp which doesn't make sense mm. because it's not prey versus predator it's alien versus predator but in the, as a sequel to prey what does that mm. look like, you know? And I'm talking sequel as mm. in like bring back the characters. It's not it's not like another period. It's it's Naru facing the aliens. Um although I guess that wouldn't make sense because they haven't been invented yet in the current canon. Um yeah. but my serious my serious answer is that um yeah, like there there are decades of comics here decades Mm. of like good ideas so do one of them just do a new alien just make a new movie called alien vs predator and then that's it and and it's Mm. it's it's a it's adapt one whatever the like make it a hulu original yeah yeah sure and and adapt like the the watchman of avp stories whatever that one is Mm. you know just do that because that's the only way to guarantee success here i think yeah i guess the closest thing i had to one was that i'd like to see a saturday morning cartoon where the alien and predator are forced to work together to solve mysteries great avp detective agency (laughs) yeah avpi you can't see but my face just erupted into delight i love that (laughs) all right so that's all we've got time for here at the carl popster podcast (laughs) 
Uh, we do have a couple more things we have to do before we go, don't we, AJ? Yeah, so um, first of all, what a time watching uh, the Alien vs. Predator movies. One of the I'm sorry it ended like this. One of the greatest, um, you know, one of the biggest franchises we'd yet to cover. Um, and as you said before, what a wet fart to end on. What a whimper. Not a boom, but a whimper. But we did watch them out of order. Uh, so... If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider liking us at all the places, specifically Instagram and Twitter, at Cult Popshire. You can also join the Discord, um, where we will be chatting about Alien vs Predator this week. We'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on our thoughts. Um, and also, if you want to donate, you can do so over at patreon.com slash coldpopshire. We get to do all sorts of things, including giving us something to talk about in the post credit scene, which is coming up after this music ends. AJ, there's one thing we've forgotten to do, though, before the music stops. There's actually two things we've forgotten to do. Okay. Um, we have to rank that franchise. Hmm. So we're going to do that now. Ranked at Franchise. This is a segment where over on letterbox.com slash slash list slash FFF hyphen ranking, you find a ranked list of 163 different franchises now, including Alien vs. Predator. And AJ, whereabouts do you think that Alien vs. Predator should go? Oh, I reckon, um, well, first is of all. Is it better or worse than 300? Where's the, what's 300 rated at? 149. 300's a good place to put it. Right above Fred. Yeah. So we've got 300 Fred and you want to put AVP in between those two. <laughs> yeah. I think that, I think AVP is the perfect marriage of the quality of 300 and the quality of Fred. <laughs> okay, sweet. So it's the and... 150th worst, 150th best franchise we've ever watched. Mm. So now, uh, before we get along to the post credit scene mm-hmm. we've got something we haven't done in a long time it's it's franchise roulette time baby and because it's spooktober where we do spooky content for the whole month um which we sort of annexed into uh september with uh the spook timber spook timber thing i beg your pardon um so <laughs> we've got a list of like 40 to 50 uh, spooky franchises and usually when we, if, you've, if this is your first time flying with Cole Popshire <laughs> when we do franchise roulette it's when we randomly select the next franchise we'll cover and usually it's from a much bigger list but because it's Spooktober we've we've put it we're focusing we're zeroing in on spooky franchises on the worst parts of ourselves <laughs> much like horror a dark reflection of reality mm. so, so what is the number find the number Uber Eats has arrived, right? 28. <laughs> okay, here we go. 28. It's a classic. Uh, it, we're listing it at four, but I want to say it's actually five films. Oh. Um, yeah, it is five films. Interesting. What? What's the vibe? <laughs> um, it, it, think of the most classic horror you can think of. Um, oh, why did it make me draw a blank? Is it Psycho? It is Psycho. Oh, Okay. Yeah. So we're going to do Psycho next for, for next four. It's actually six films. Oh Jesus Christ! Needs to calm Psycho, down. Psycho Two, Psycho Three, Bates Motel, Psycho Four: The Beginning, and the Psycho Remake. Nice. Well, I'm looking forward to the Psycho Remake. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen any of these movies, so. Oh, no, I don't think I have either, actually. I think yeah, I've I, never seen Psycho. I've, I've seen bits of bits and pieces. I've seen, the, like, one scene from Psycho. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, <laughs> um, cool. That'll be fun. That's pretty um, pretty full on. Yeah, um, full on. Pre- pretty, we're getting back to the origins of horror this Spooktober. The origins. The origins with the Psycho series. So tune in for that. And of course, stay tuned for the post credit scene, which will be coming at you after this after these uh after this music ends. And Richard, remember whoever wins, whoever won, we lost. Or something <laughs> like that. Sweet to watch those two movies. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome along to the post credit scene. This is a section at the end of each episode where if you donate $5 or more over at patreon.com slash you get to give us something to talk about in this, the post credit scene. Richard, who's it from and what is it? So this one comes to us from Michael Prefontaine who says, who would be on the Cult Popshire Mount Rushmore? Charlie Swan? Beethoven? Yep. 
Um, so yeah, and then me and Ojo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> question answered on our way. Um, I, th- <laughs> I think Charlie Swan's a good call. I think um, uh, maybe like the concept of Fright Night 2011 would be on there. <laughs> um, then you'd have you wouldn't just have Beethoven. You'd have all the dog movies, and then obviously you'd have the queen bee herself barbie would be the last yeah last barbie one. would be on there i don't know necessarily about friday night 2011 you don't um, reckon that was i get like where a... you're coming from okay well do you but, have a better replacement um like danny trejo <laughs> yeah 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 well it's like yeah i guess trying to think of like i i although i guess there has to be one that doesn't really fit who's only up there due to ego like um roosevelt talking about oh because he put himself on there right yeah i mean okay um well that's probably charlie swan then <laughs> no charlie swan's the abraham lincoln okay okay you 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 run this because i feel like we're pl- operating on different uh analogy oh, and uh, bobby charlie swan are like two definites mm-hmm. um scooby-doo why and elmo <laughs> Okay, whatever. (laughs) Medea. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Yeah, what? Just go with the one I just said. (laughs)